Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, episode 52. That means a whole year's worth of this. So enjoying every one of them. And uh, like I always say, if you have a request, please send it to me. Uh, I love taking requests. Um, This topic this week uh, is a little bit off of, I don't know, some conversations that I've been having with clients lately and um, actually just did a a really fun group Zoom with some folks and um, also over in the membership. And that is this idea of making sure that we are separating um, how we talk about our challenges from ourselves. And um, because what I hear people a lot, the the example that we've been using in the membership, because this month the membership is all about anxiety and going deep on um, anxiety and what causes it and things like that. And one of the things that people say a lot is they say, I have anxiety. And it's kind of the same thing as defining yourself by anxiety, right? I am anxiety. I have anxiety. You know, I can or can't do something because I have anxiety. Instead of saying I'm having, you know, feelings of anxiety or I'm experiencing some anxiety. The difference in those latter two is that it's not like this label. It's not how you define yourself. It's not like you know, my name is Julie, I have blue eyes, right? I mean, it's, you're, you you don't have to define yourself by your problems, challenges, the things you're working on, the quirks that your dog has, etc. And so I just wanted to bring that um, idea to a, a, a broader group, especially when it comes to just generalizing things about our dogs or even about ourselves. And um, one of the other ways I've heard this recently is a person was talking about, um, you know, when they go into the ring, how when their dog is like right at the ring gate, that it really kind of sends that dog over the edge. And um, and so she was defining it as that dog, as it kind of like that dog's way of being, that it just was, and it just was something she accepted. Now, I'm not saying you have to change everything about your dog. I'm not saying that everything can be trained or changed or whatever. You know, I've had very quirky dogs in my life for sure. Um, But I try to not define them by those quirks, right? They are so much, you know, it sounds obvious. I, I mean, I'm about to even say it. It sounds dumb even saying it. But, you know, our dogs are not their faults or their quirks. They are so much more than that. And the thing that happens when we start to define our dogs by these problems is that we um, accept them. And sometimes that's good in that we're accepting our dogs kind of as they are and we love them no matter what. But sometimes it's bad in that you are um, 
kind of just accepting that you will always have that problem, that that's just who that dog is. And one of the things that in my confidence class, um, which is available as a self-study online or at Clean Run, <laughs> um, but one of the, the very first lesson in the confidence class has to do with growth mindset. And it's a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. A growth mindset says, um, I can learn, I can change. Uh, it believes that through work and effort or skill or experience that we will get better, that we can evolve, that we are ever changing. A fixed mindset says, I, I am who I am right? Those of us old enough, I am who I am. And it just says that, you know, it's that idea that like, oh, well, that person's talented. I'm not. Or, you know, you, in order to be successful, you have to have, be naturally gifted or, you know, you, you know, my dog's slow or my dog doesn't do weave poles or whatever, whatever. And those are all buying into a fixed mindset. And I guess that's what's got me sort of, um, I don't know, reacting to this topic right now is that um, while we not, we can't fix everything in our dogs and in ourselves either, we can develop a lot of self-awareness around it and we can decide that we want to work on it. And we can be open um, with curiosity and with maybe learning new ways to train something or, you know, going to a different seminar or, you know, listening to a new instructor or, you know, maybe even about behavioral issues or different things like that. Uh, even nutrition issues, we can always be learning and we might be able to make an impact in a, a behavior or something like that, right? So um, a great example, of course, as all of you know, probably by now, um, I am working on Moxie's weave poles in competition. She is brilliant, of course, at home in perfection. And, you know, it would be really easy to say, that um, Moxie is a dog who can't do her weaves in competition. But that is a fixed mindset that makes her weave issues kind of a state of being or a state of just is and a state of acceptance instead of saying, I'm having weave issues right now. This, the latter feels temporary. It feels like, yeah, something I'm working on, something we're addressing, something we're trying new things. But we're just, we're having the issues right now. They're not permanent. I don't, you know, think it's like, you know, the same kind of permanence as her tricolor, you know, um, I'm allowing for that to change and evolve. And it's so simple. And, you know, I talk a lot about the power of language and the power of the language that we say to ourselves and about ourselves and really about our dogs and to our dogs or to others about our dogs or things like that. And I talked the other day, too, in the membership group about this this notion of commiserating. And commiserating is a really weird thing in that you know sometimes we someone's having a problem say and we jump in and we're like oh me too me too and we're not necessarily trying to minimize the person's problem that they're expressing what we're trying to do is connect and belong and say yes I understand you I see you I too am experiencing that but the problem is is when we commiserate in these moments of fixed mindset not only are we not necessarily helping the person move through it, and maybe they just want to vent, and I'm all for letting people vent, um, but if they're asking or if they're, you know, frustrated or what have you, um, to join them in that commiseration 
uh, is that a word? I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, is just to not only accept it, but also say that you too, either yourself or your dog or whatever the situation is, has a problem that is fixed. Okay. And I really want us all to get out of that habit. And of course, as I talk about all the time, the first way out of a habit is the uh, just self-awareness, right? And catching yourself and thinking thinking about the language that you're using to describe how you feel, right? So going back to the anxiety example, like, you know, if you say, I have performance anxiety versus, you know, sometimes I feel uh, the effects of performance anxiety or sometimes I feel extra nervous before I walk into the ring, those things feel very differently. They feel very differently in the body. Like they should have a different emotional reaction as you hear me say them even. And so what we want to get to is, of course, the latter one where we allow for the possibility that these challenges are fleeting or at least they have an expiry date. You know, they at least they can be worked on and that we believe that because we have a growth mindset and we are open to change, that we can, of course, then change, you know, everything from, you know, ring nerves to our dogs, you know, be either behavioral or, um, or weave issues or whatever we're having, right? Whatever kind of moment we're having. And, um, you know, like I said, I don't want to minimize anyone's issues with their dogs, but I do want to give credit to those people who've said, yeah, this is kind of the dog I was dealt. And here are the things that we're doing to evoke change or try to transform this dog or try to fix these things, right? Those are the people who are thinking things, um, that in that growth mindset, that believing that their efforts will have an impact. It requires us to be open-minded. It requires us to catch, you know, and obviously, like I said, be careful with our language. And it, um, I believe it makes us kind of think of with like curiosity and like this concept of like, what if? And the what if thing is something I like to play with too, um, both in manifesting or in getting clarity about how we want to solve our problems. And the way I like to use it is, you know, when people are feeling like kind of, you know, extra hopeless or extra down about a problem that they're having or a run maybe that they just had that didn't go that the way that they planned it. You know, sometimes I, I like to think of like, okay, well, what if, right? Let's play the what if game. What if your run was perfect? What would that have looked like? What would that have felt like? What if you can make at least a little bit of a change on this problem that you're having? What if, you know, you can um, improve your weaves even the second time through or something, right? Whatever, right? I'm obviously just kind of brainstorming in the moment. But what that does is it gets us really clear about Um, two things, the possibility that the behavior can get better, improve, or how we personally feel can get better, improve, right? Like what if you walked into the ring and you didn't feel those butterflies in your stomach, you know, and you felt confident, what would that be like, you know? And it allows us to really get clear about what it is that we want in that um, our feelings actually are stronger drivers than any goal that we can write down, right? People say, oh, I want to buy a house. Well, why do you want to buy a house? Well, I want to feel secure, right? I'm simplifying, obviously. Um, But people usually are motivated by their feelings. And our dogs are usually motivated by their feelings too, because they want to feel 
you know, comfortable or confident or secure or like a team connected, you know, they really are, their drivers are relationship and feeling as well. So think about the tool, using the tool, the what if tool, and say, you know, if you're having an issue, like if I'm having a weave issue in agility, I can kind of say like, what if she did her weaves on the first try? What would that be like? I'd be like, oh my God, that'd be amazing. The da 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 da. And then, and how, well, how could you get her to do that? Well, we've tried this and this, and we can try this other thing. And if she does it correctly the first time, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to just leave the ring or jump one more jump on the way out because the way the course is set, and I'm going to have a big party, right? So when you get into this what if mindset, you get into this automatically more positive, more open, more growth, a more growth mindset, and you are looking for the solutions instead of, uh, you know, me saying, for instance, Moxie doesn't do weaves in competition. That's a very fixed. That's me. It just sounds like I'm giving up, right? It sounds like I'm just accepting that and leaning into that. Like I said, not every problem can be solved fully, right? Or all the way. But I do believe that you can make improvements. Uh, You can make improvements in your relationship. And certainly when it comes to our mental mindset, I mean, isn't that why we're all (laughs) listening, right? We want to improve our mindset and we can do that. I believe that most of mindset is our skills. There's tools. You know, if you really, you know, kind of smush together all of these podcasts, you're just getting, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm trying so hard. I want you to just get tools, you know, different tools that you're going to use at different times, depending on the circumstance. And just like any skill, you need to practice and you need to be committed and you need to, you know, really develop the self-awareness in terms of your self-talk or even how you're saying, talking out loud about yourself, about your dogs, about your circumstance, and really be willing and committed to changing it and willing and committed to, you know, really uh, transforming your competitive mindset. But within that, you know, core to that, like I said, it's the first lesson in the confidence class. And it's definitely something I feel is kind of table stakes to us learning anything, right? If I were to go, I don't know, learn how to pray play bridge, you know, and I sit down and I'm like, oh, I'm really bad at cards. You know, there's a, first of all, that's a very fixed mindset approach. And, you know, there's another reason we do that, you know, beyond, you know, say we were commiserating, although that wouldn't probably be commiserating. I'd probably be getting judged pretty hard if I sat down at a bridge table, said I don't know how to play cards. Um, And, but the other part of it is too, is it's very closed and it's very much um, like it's a, it's a defense mechanism, right? It's a, if I tell these people that I'm terrible at all card games, then maybe they'll lower their expectations of me or they'll go easy on me. All right. But instead, by me saying an I am statement or making it about me and defining me, it really does limit my ability and my openness and my curiosity to be able to go forward and learn this new card game, right? A a vintage card game, shall we say, you know, and it really sort of limits that because I've already shut myself down, 
right? So that's just another example. And I think that, like I said, looking at yourself through self-awareness, listening to the words that you say, maybe replaying a conversation in your mind. Um, But as you go forward into this weekend, really think about, A, what are the things you're saying about yourself and your dog in this sort of like I am fixed mindset? Like, what are the things, right? And they, they might seem really harmless to you um, or like nothing statements, but, you know, sometimes those statements add up. And then the second thing is, is, of course, you know, what are you saying about your dog? And when are you, what do you want to happen? Are you really clear on where you want you and your dog to grow, right? Are you, have you made that a priority or are we still looking at, you know, cues and outcome goals, right? So make sure that your mindset has a place in your skill development, that you are really working on it, and you are constantly uh, checking yourself for any signs of, of sliding back into a fixed mindset. And the truth is, is we are both. We are both fixed. We are in growth. Uh, mindsets. We might flop back and forth in in one activity, for instance, right? You might be really in your comfort zone or something somewhere and really open and comfortable in another area really like insecure and it makes you kind of clench, right? And, And feel like you're suddenly very fixed mindset, right? So we go back and forth. We change all the time. But the the key is, is to catch yourself and to be realistic with what it is that you are willing to change and want to change and actually admitting the places in your life where you're not interesting in changing, right? I mean, there's definitely some of those places, right? I'm never going to be the best house cleaner you've ever met. Um, And you know what? I'm not interested in changing that. (laughs) Not at this age, not at this time, right? So that's okay, but it's clarity. So self, if if I give you nothing else, you know, for this weekend, you know, the self-awareness and the clarity of our thoughts and our actions um, would change everything, right? So um, that's really your homework for this weekend as you hopefully head to a trial or for the coming week ahead. Um, really think about how you are defining yourself, your dog, your characteristics, and really you know, make an effort to raise that self-awareness so that we can um, switch your language from a fixed mindset into a growth mindset. And then from there, gosh, who knows what's possible, right? Like literally anything is possible with curiosity and effort and, you know, and a little faith, right? So um, try it. Try it this weekend. Let me know how it goes. Try it next week. And um, like always, I hope you have a fantastic week with your dog, no matter what you're doing or where you are. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.